the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A presidential commission considers Supreme Court changes. I think the way our founders designed it is just fine, and we ought to appreciate what we have. Beijing tests a hypersonic missile. The Biden administration, they've just got to stop this empty rhetoric about China, stop talking about them as a strategic competitor, when in fact what they are is an adversary that wants to supplant the United States, and they are an existential threat. Empty store shelves and soaring gas prices. Houston is the low, 291. Minneapolis, 311. Atlanta, 338. Denver is 344. Long Island, 348. And the highest San Francisco Bay, 465. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Monday, October 25th. I'm Rich Thomason. President Biden hosted key Democrats, Senator Joe Manchin and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer at his Delaware home over the weekend, hoping to resolve disagreements that are hindering the Democrats' massive social and environmental spending bill, legislation that's at the heart of the Biden domestic agenda. Biden is pressing for progress so he can spotlight his administration's achievements to world leaders at overseas summits that get underway this week. But among the expected cuts are clean energy provisions. Senator Angus King, an independent from Maine who caucuses with the Democrats, tells NBC's Meet the Press. It weakens Joe Biden's hands in Glasgow, the, the, the climate meeting that's coming up. Because if if we're going to get the rest of the world to take serious steps to remedy this problem, we've got to do it ourselves. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she does expect an agreement on a framework by week's end. Ben Thomas, Washington. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says top House Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy warns that Democrats trying to slip federal abortion funding into a budget reconciliation bill. Democrats and Republicans have not always agreed on the issue of abortion, but they have agreed that federal dollars should not be used to pay for abortions. President Biden and congressional Democrats are leading an assault against the right to life and individuals' religious freedoms. Leader McCarthy says Americans are opposed. According to a recent poll, 58% of Americans believe Washington has no place determining whether a child can live or die. In that reconciliation bill, Democrats have admitted Hyde Amendment protections on federal health care subsidies, a move that will force pro-life, tax-paying Americans to pay for something that they are fundamentally against. The Supreme Court will hear a case in December which could lead to an abortion ban. Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says a conservative majority court prompted President Biden six months ago to appoint a commission to examine possible changes in the court. Some of the questions considered are term limits rather than lifetime appointments, as well as adding more justices to the bench. The panel recently made public a draft outlining its discussion of possible reforms. The commission acknowledged it does not believe there is a formal legal obstacle to adding seats. It also seemed to cast doubt on the possibility of expanding the court. The draft does not endorse or reject any expansion argument, and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki characterized the questions as an assessment rather than a list of recommendations. Heritage Foundation senior legal fellow Tom Jipping tells Salem Radio Network this all boils down to how much power the judiciary should have 
in our system of government. And he says it's important to consider the motives of those who are pushing for change. These proposals for, for stacking or packing the Supreme Court or term limits, th- these are proposals by people who are frustrated that they don't win often enough in the Supreme Court. Jiffing says all of this is so unnecessary. The problem is not our system of government. The problem is that uh, people want unelected judges to have too much power so that they get their way all the time. That's not the way our system's supposed to work. Have you noticed it? Some key items have gone missing from store shelves around the country as container ships remain backed up off America's ports, unable to offload their goods. It has some concerned about Christmas. Will the goods be there for gift-giving? Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says... GOP political strategists are taking notice. The Republican Study Committee, the largest GOP caucus on Capitol Hill, sent a new memo to lawmakers detailing how they can sharpen their message on the supply chain crisis ahead of the holiday season when consumers could face the sting of higher prices and empty store shelves. The memo states, quote, the Biden administration caused it, and our job as Republicans is to explain to the American people what the Grinches at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue did to ruin Christmas. House Republicans see the stalled supply chain, along with inflation and high energy prices, as winning economic issues that could help propel them to the majority in 2022. And about those high energy prices, fuel price analyst Trilby Lundberg says national average for a gallon of regular gas spiked 13 cents over the past two weeks to a stunning 344. The differentials are very, very wide now, $1.22 higher than a year ago for gasoline and a dollar ten higher for diesel, especially with in the case of diesel, the prices of pretty much all goods and services are affected. So this is a very unfortunate hit to consumers right now. While gas prices rise, Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says President's poll numbers continue trending in the opposite direction. The President's standing in public opinion polls has been steadily declining since his first months in office, and a majority of Americans now disapprove of how he's handling his job. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki doesn't dispute the President's lower job approval ratings, but she argues it has less to do with Joe Biden himself. We're still going through a hard time in this country, and people are tired of fighting a pandemic. Polls show Americans give the president low marks for his handling of the U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan and for rising prices of gasoline, food, and other products. Daybreak Insider's Ron DeRoxer's question, where have all the workers gone? Earlier this year, an insistent cry arose from business leaders and some governors to cut off a $300 a week federal supplement for the unemployed The argument was they would come off the sidelines and take the millions of jobs employers were desperate to fill. Yet three months after half the states began ending that federal payment, there's been no significant influx of job seekers. In states that cut off the $300 check, workforce, the number of people who either have a job or are looking for one, has risen no more than it has in the states that maintain the payment. The top Republican on the House Armed Services Committee is warning that America could lose the new Cold War with China in the next decade after Beijing's launch of a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile caught U.S. intelligence off guard. China, which would not confirm the launch, says the missile was actually a spacecraft. House Armed Services Committee ranking Republican Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin telling the Salem Radio Network that Beijing has tried to hide its true intentions. They don't want us to realize that we are in and act as if we are in an existential competition. They'd rather us default back 
to the cooperative framework that allows them to advance their military program, that allows them to advance their Belt and Road agenda, that allows them to practice economic coercion and global united front work. While China rises economically and militarily. Meanwhile, we pursue naively grand bargains with the Chinese on things like climate change or stability on the Korean Peninsula or nonproliferation, all of which they have been bad actors on. And so, yes, we are in a new Cold War. Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House tells us that China has removed one of that country's leading independent business news sites from a list of outlets whose content can be republished by other Internet news providers. The removal comes as the ruling Communist Party tightens control over the flow of information. Kaishin is privately funded, unlike most state-run media. The Cyberspace Administration of China dropped it from a list of more than 1,300 news outlets and government agencies whose content can be republished. Internet platforms are barred from publishing content from non-approved sources. A senior U.S. diplomat urging North Korea to straighten up and fly right. We call on the DPRK to seize these publications and other destabilizing activities and instead engage in dialogue. Sung Kim, the U.S. envoy on North Korea, spoke after meeting with South Korean officials to discuss North Korea's recent missile tests. Meanwhile, nuclear negotiations between Washington and Pyongyang remain stalled. And we have made clear that the United States harbors no hostile intent towards the DPRK. The comments come less than a week after North Korea fired a newly developed ballistic missile from a submarine in its fifth round of weapons tests in recent weeks. I'm Karen Chamas. And finally this morning, there are calls for change following a recent tragedy on a movie set. Actor Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun that he was assured was safe. It wasn't. And a cinematographer died. Some say real guns like the one used in Baldwin's film Rust should be banned. Instead, there is a call for fake guns and computer-generated imagery or CGI. Baldwin was told the gun was not loaded with live rounds. Weapons used on set take real bullets or blanks, depending on the scene. Sam Dormer, a film armorer, says he thinks the future is in virtual. There are alternatives out there which we are now providing, um, and it's the film industry will be moving that way very soon, I feel. ABC's The Rookie announced it would no longer use real guns, and a petition has been launched on Change.org for real guns to be banned from production sets. I'm Julie Walker. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.